you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Check football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 131 of the Dave Damashek football program. Available as always on iTunes and at nfl.com slash Sheck S-H-E-K. One thing I can almost certainly guarantee you, you're better than the man seated to my immediate right. He's under the weather. Actually, most I, I think about two-thirds of America is under the weather. Everybody's got this thing. Let's say hello to the guy I'm yapping about, though, from NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss, I got the bug. What a trooper. Yeah, you know, me and Jack Youngblood will have something to talk about next time we get together. What does that mean? Well, no, he played in the Super Bowl oh, with a I broken see. leg, <laughs> and I am carrying through right now with this with this <laughs> horrific, horrific. I don't know how to describe. It. Is it a flu? Well, I mean, bug? he's a pass rusher, know. and you've taken you you debilitated his leg. Same thing. You're a broadcaster. And yeah. we're depriving your instrument, your voice. And look who it is coming in to join us right now from around the league. You know them on the debate club there. Flames fans don't require the introduction here for the rest of you, though. Hands Zeus and Mr. Fancy Pants. The Flames need NFL news and here's their chance. It's ATL around the league. Light of flame, boys. Pig skin's hot tonight. Burn, baby, burn. It is Dan Hanzus and Mark Sessler. How are we, fellas? Welcome back to Studio 66. How you doing, Dave? Adam? Uh, Fine. I'm sorry that you're under the weather. Thank Have you. you noticed that I heard someone in the office yesterday say, you know, I was under the weather and then somebody else chimed in. Oh, that's all, that's going around right now. Isn't that always what people say, no matter what time of year it is? If yeah, someone that's says so true. Sick, yeah. Oh, that's oh, everybody's getting it right now. Yeah. Is the yeah. world going under? Is this what's happening right now? Uh, apparently that, uh, yes, it's a scourge that this nation has never seen. Yeah, every year. It's the same thing as when you watch right now, if you're on the East Coast in the last week, you probably, your news was let off by updates on snow. They that, love that stuff. You know, hey, here, here are things that you need to do when it's cold outside. You know, wear a hat on your head. And uh, those sorts of things. Like, I I don't know that those qualify as news. (laughs) And here in Los Angeles, of course, they give you updates when it rains. And that is not an exaggeration. It rains in Southern California. They actually, on the local news, give you tips on how to deal with rain and how to drive in the rain and so on and so forth. (laughs) Hey, look who else. Now we have a full house in Studio 66 all the way from across the Atlantic. He's the Dolphins' biggest fan. It's Handsome Hank. (laughs) 
He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. How are you? Very well indeed, thank you, Dave. Uh, great to be here. Sure. Is there enough room in here for you? Just about. I'm sandwiched between two ATL writers. It's two like flames. Surrounded by greatness. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a song in that. <laughs> you may be right. We may have uh, we may have to get a new theme song for the for the Flames fans out there from the uh, debate club. Rank, as you, you should know, handsome is under the weather. Is he? Yes. A little bit. Is that why he's wearing why do a you hat? Sa- why do you sound so excited about that? <laughs> We're a little happy about it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be. He's feeling terrible? Awesome. <laughs> right, See, I feel bad for up. you. I feel bad for you because your uh, halos, are, are they in camp now? Yep, pitchers and uh, catchers reported on Monday. Yeah, it's a it's a time that people really celebrate. You see that all over the online, especially in the snowy parts of the country. People sit, feel that this marks uh, the the turning of the page from winter into spring. Hanzus's uh, Yanks are back in town. Ta- Who's your team, Sessler? I don't know. Baseball? No, could care less. You couldn't care less. About I could baseball. not care less. Good for it would you. Be Did hard that, for me to care less. Is that what happened when you when you decided to work for the NFL? You said to the exclusion of all other sports. Well, this I, is now I, my trade. The Browns encompass all my energy. I see. As a Good fan, for you. Lucky for you. What about the rest of your teams? What are you? Are you a basketball guy? Hockey guy? I anything? just said the Browns take That's all it. my energy. I, don't like, I, 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 I have no radar for other sports teams. I don't like that call? attitude. I don't. Yeah, it's like this terrible. idea that you know the Browns take all my energy as if uh, as if a fan like myself that likes other teams besides the Jets is not as big a fan as you are of the Browns. Is that what I said? In some ways, it seems like you're saying that. I don't. I, think I don't think that's how I phrased it. It, no, I think, it probably yeah. is true, but I didn't phrase that. <laughs> True enough. Oh, we did have a little, I do have to apologize, a little technical glitch last week uh, by producer Black Tie, who is, in fact, on vacation this week. Once again? again. Yes, he is on vacation. He was here today. I saw him. I know. He passed through the hallways. But uh, Ty Ty, back in there behind the glass, Ty Ty, because he looks like uh, Ty Detmer to me. He looks like one of the Detmer brothers. <laughs> but Ty, but uh, Black Tie forgot to put in the debate club which we include on our second podcast every week so i apologize you can find that now though if you go back and listen to episode number 130 and we have much to discuss here baseball basketball and of course football and also the game called life the most important game of them all handsome do you have a baseball team you don't right i do actually oh yeah you i forgot this was a year ago you were trying to decide who it would be yes uh i like the brewers from milwaukee (laughs) um i'm a pretty big fan of them yeah, um, I like their pitcher a lot. One of their pitchers, I can't remember his name. I'm glad that and you. I'm glad Braun, that you saved Braun. that. I like Braun. <laughs> I like um, how you say Braun. <laughs> what, are the, what are your thoughts on the latest Braun allegations? Uh, deer antler spray is that right? Oof, this is rough. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, is it, it, I guess I don't know. I think it's the same clinic. I didn't right. know if it was the same. I, I'm I'm disappointed um, in him, but I also have faith that he'll the the truth will come out. <laughs> Braun, Braun is on the Brewers of Milwaukee, my favorite baseball club. Wow, that that sounded ridiculous. All right, let's get handsome and everybody else back in their comfort zone and talk about football. Oh, before I do though, Rank, here's one good thing: you have a lovely bride, Thank you. who uh, who we who I enjoyed catching up with in uh, in New Orleans a week and a half or so ago. But um, here's the good news for most fellows out there is if, is if you are sick, this gets you off the hook for this Valentine's Day hokum, right. which I continue. That's right. It's time for me to get upset like I do every year around this time. This Valentine's Day nonsense, just this completely made up holiday. You know, the other a lot of the holidays, they don't just randomly assign a date to let's celebrate something. There's a reason why it was chosen on that date. Even diabolical holidays, the most diabolical is is Labor Day, of course, because this is the man's little joke on all of us. <laughs> this is what they do. School is ending. Summertime is ending. Good times. Having beers in the middle of the day outside in the sun and the heat. Those are all going away because it's time to get back to school and back to work and digging yourself out of the snow and everything else. But don't worry about that because we're giving you a day off. <laughs> Hey, it's Labor Day. (laughs) Labor Day. You know what labor is a synonym of? Work. Get back to work. Oh, but we're giving you the day off. I'm nobody's sucker. I don't celebrate Labor Day. 
but 1A in the bad holiday department is this Valentine's Day nonsense. Why? Because somebody decided, I don't know who, but fellas don't get anything out of it. All you get out of Valentine's Day is buying stuff. Fancy dinners, flowers at, at ten times the normal cost, so on and so forth. And what do you get back? Nothing. Nothing is the answer. And I don't know who came up with this. Who duped the fellas of society in the buying? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. When is it? I'll celebrate it. You know, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever. If I go out and I get gifts, I like giving gifts more than I like getting them. But there is at least a little carrot there for me that there's a quid pro quo involved. I get you gifts. All right, just I don't care if you're you're a five year old. You're my five year old daughter. Listen, draw me a picture and give it to me. That that's enough of a gift. But give me something, you see. Not Valentine's Day. I don't get a thing for it. That's why I don't celebrate it. Rank, how say you? I love Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you choke on a choke on a chocolate nut or something. Okay. Chocolate-covered nut. Careful know. with your phrasing there. <laughs> but you mentioned my bride, Rosie McGillicuddy. Uh, her birthday uh -huh. is February 16th. Oh, so you already are off the hook. Which means, A, I'm off the hook. And number two, <laughs> I will be swooping in on those post-Valentine's Day gifts, mm. those discounts, all the flowers, all the candies. Everything is discounted. Perfect. It's, wow. Yeah, it, it works out pretty well for this guy. Wow, that is excellent. Yeah, there's nothing worse, I would imagine, than being born on uh, December 25th, right? It or is, even yeah. in that week. Having a December holiday, like I have a December birthday, and it's pretty bad because it will usually fall into when people have Christmas parties or something like that. So I never get a chance to celebrate it. So what we actually do is we just made up June 28th our birthdays. Ah, and that's when we'll celebrate that stuff. I like that very much. That's a nice thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Ty Ty, back behind the glass there. Do you want to lead us off with, a, I mean, one of our favorite traditions on the show is doing the blacklist. But, of course, he's not here to do it. Do you want to do the, the your own little list. the tie list? Yeah. I guess we could call it that, yes. And, of course, if you're new to the show, you should know that we have a full tie rack of producers, Black Tie is our number one in the rotation for now. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. On the, depth, one, on the depth chart, most he is number regular. one. Does he still most work regular, here? but. Well, that is an interesting debate. You know, on his way out the door last week, Black Tie did say, you know, maybe we should open it up to the listeners and let them decide oh, that's not what he who said. to pull off the tie rack. <laughs> Why? What did he say? He does not want any sort of popular vote coming into determining who is the producer of this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Or ever. Oh, I thought he liked the idea oh, of doing no, it. Oh, no, no that was no. you then. He I said, let's put, it to, <laughs> put it to a vote. <laughs> well, on Twitter, yes, people did weigh in, and we didn't do a proper polling of no. this, but people did uh, a grassroots effort to get Blue Tie, the only, only female voice to ever produce the show, Blue Tie, a little bit of a an unsuccessful attempt, a groundswell. Well, we may still see a coup before the the next episode this I've week. I've locked the door. Oh, tie tie. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's I like the gumption, sir. Yeah. I appreciate that. So yeah, so I think we should do a little blacklist slash tie list. The tie list, tie tie gives current events. The tie list, Shaq and Rank give their thoughts. The tie list. This is not any way to start off trying <laughs> to <laughs> rest control of the podcast uh, from from Black Tie with that effort. Please try again. Should Jadavian Clowney? That really didn't show much <laughs> charisma to me. But go ahead, continue. Should Let's... Jadavian Clowney sit right. out next year? What does he have to gain? Go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, pretty good. I do like that, and you know what? I you know I, I feel like you could say this just about every single year. But Matt Barkley is the latest poster boy for this. He didn't get hurt, obviously, but by coming back for his senior year, he diminished uh, the way people feel about him. And you can say, and, I, I, and I'm sure that this is true, that once he gets to the Combine or for, and he is going to participate in the Combine, probably wouldn't have last year. But either way, once he gets to the individual workout and they start measuring him and seeing what uh, his measurables are, he'll fall a little bit because he's not six foot four and he doesn't have a cannon for an arm or anything. 
However, if he would have gone pro, I don't care what anybody says, if he would have gone pro with the success that he had with those wide receivers last year versus this one, he would have been a first-round pick. He maybe would have gotten jumped by RG3 and Andrew Luck and maybe even Ryan Tannehill, but he still would have been a first-round pick. Jadavian Clyde, really, what is the point? I mean, all this school spirit jazz is great. I'm all for it, but it's all out of self-interest. And the... You know, the boosters want the kid to come back because they want their team to be good. And if you're clowny, though, with uh, on the precipice of being a multimillionaire, I, I kind of am in that camp. And it's interesting if he did actually do that, if he actually did say, I'm just not going to play. I know what the rules are. I have to be three years into college before I can um, declare for the NFL. All right, I'm just going to sit this year out. It would be interesting legally what would happen and how the league would have to respond to that rank. How say you? He would be able to. He'd be able to go into the draft after that. I don't think he'd be, be able to. But I wonder if the league then would say, "Well, listen, this is ridiculous. We have to modify our rule. We can't have guys just skipping seasons like this." But doesn't he enjoy playing football? Isn't it fun to him? Like why? I'm sure it is. But it also, it, when you get this close to it. I, I, the lines certainly get blurred. We talk about that all the time, right. the idea of the joy of playing the game. But, I mean, obviously, it, it, you hear it, it's a terrible cliche, but it also happens to be true that it's a business. And would you sacrifice potentially millions of dollars because you want to have fun for 12 more games in college? But look what happened to Mike Williams when he tried to come out of the draft a couple of years well, was a couple of years ago when he, at USC. There was a rule, and he got caught up in that thing where he thought he was going to be able to be drafted, wasn't able to go into the draft, wasn't able to go back and play at USC, and then pretty much fell off the face of the earth because you just can't replace a full season. That's of a play. valid point. I like think he's yeah, still you a young a kid. He's still a young kid. He's still developing as a football player. I understand you want to protect yourself. You know what? I got two words for you: insurance policy. Fine, do it like that, but go out and play. Don't be ridiculous. Mark Sessler, how say you? Well, I agree. I think that that dilemma is specific to offensive skill players, or I think it's heightened for a quarterback who goes out and has an off year and his stock falls or rises dramatically based on what he does. For this guy, he's a defensive player. Go out and go play football. I, I don't see. I think it's a weird and unorthodox move for him to skip the season. There'll be a backlash attached to that. Handsome Hank. He clearly has the physical tools. So, I mean, I think it, for him, it's refining. He's not he, injury is the worry, but for him, it's going to be refining his game. So he needs to play, and I think you know his stock can only rise. Well, I also completely get that he not. The, and, and by the way, this is an idea floated by a columnist in uh, in that region of the country. It's not as though Clowney has announced that he's actually <laughs> considering this, but it does raise the, uh, the the columnist does raise an interesting question. But specifically to Clowney, he watched Marcus Lattimore. And sees what's going on with Marcus Lattimore, that would be enough to spook me into saying, yeah, you know what, I think I will sit out my senior year or sit out uh, my third year here and, uh, instead of risking injury. Hanzoos, how say you? Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's certainly the risk. I would, I guess in the back of my mind, if I were him, I'd be scared. But, I mean, the guy is such a pure, great athlete. I, I, I just I can't imagine that he would actually sit out a season. I don't, I don't know. I'd be all right with Dan sitting out a year. Oh, <laughs> why the digs? What's, well, what's I'm just that saying, about? No, I'm just, you know, from another angle, it might do him well. It might do our site huh. be a refresher from that angle. You know, just because Henry's between us doesn't mean he could, you know, get tough. On I'm, yeah, and I'm not going to split you guys up. If the, <laughs> just if floating starts, it. Floating it. Heat is exactly right, yeah, handsome. You flames. said it. The flames. Heat. It's hot in here. <laughs> it's getting hot. I'm, I may take off all my clothes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's getting weird. Do we have a sounder for that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sounder for that. Um, before we go into the next issue, there, uh, real quick, what do you guys think? This is a, this is a, from the from the uh, checklist. Instead, I've made an important decision upon my return from New Orleans. I looked around the streets of Bourbon and noticed <laughs> that I could. I, I I felt unsettled for some reason. Because I felt like I look like it's uh, – I was looking at the frat dudes walking around Bourbon Street, and I felt like what is it about them that looks so similar to me in a, in a disconcerting way? And I realized it's the uniform of the frat dude, which is the untucked shirt mm -hmm. with the with the pants and, and so on. And the pot belly? How dare. What happened to me in New Orleans <laughs> and in the preceding six months is none of your affair. Now – the, so I decided, like I say, upon my return, I'm going to be a tuck guy. I'm going to I'm going to start tucking my uh, my button downs in. Oh boy! What do you mean? Oh boy! <laughs> well, let's see. That's 
I want you, Ty, uh, Ty, Ty, you have to take some pictures and, and get this. How do we feel about the new Dave? Is this a good look, the, the tucked it, in? We'll put pictures started. up. Well, go, you go to NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K, and we'll put this to a vote. Are we happy with tucked in Dave or untucked Dave? What do we like better? Hansus, we'll start with you. Uh, I think I think it works. I don't. Hmm. I mean, I I'm used to you with the untuck. Yeah. Um. So it's a little jarring. You seem older with Ooh. the tucked. Yeah. More more yeah. distinguished though. Is that is that the? Uh, You're almost like like the hip professor at the community college. <laughs> I don't know if that's an improvement on how you saw me previously. By the way, Hansus, I should also point out. That uh, on Twitter, someone was surprised. Someone tweeted me to say that they were that you are in fact uh, Caucasian. They yeah. they they always assumed by your voice that you were African American. How say you on that one? Surprised? I, well, I was shocked. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> I was shocked. Too. That's not something that anyone has ever broached with me. Um, or you know, I talked to a friend about it, a good friend of mine, and I said, "How is this possible?" And he's known me my whole life. And he, he listened to the podcast uh-huh. and just tried to take himself out of it. And he said that I have somewhat of a, uh African-American chuckle. I, I don't even know what that means. That's what he said to me. Like it, And I said, I don't know what that means either. Um, but that was, the only, that was the only explanation he had. Well, Rank, say something funny. I want to hear what how hands you. Have we got enough time for? Would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a there's also oh, the energy in this room. <laughs> it's a little ugly, and I love it as long as none of it gets directed at me. Aside from rank shots at my unfortunate pot belly, um, I enjoy it. Handsome Hank, yes or no on the tucked in? I I, I like it. I think uh, mm. you've taken some of the strengths from the the another part of your game, and you've brought it into this sort of new look. And uh, and I think it's very strong. I think I, I think it's going to go a long way. All right. Do, do I seem too corporate though? Um, no, no, no. I don't think anyone's going to confuse you with a with a corporate body. At okay. All. Good. Good. Sessler. Well, you've got the black on black ensemble, which I think it might not work in some other color schemes. That, I'm, not oh. sure, I'm not even sure what I'm saying, but I, for I some don't reason, know either. It, it kind of works because you've got you're not corporate. And the corporate people don't walk around with like a black shirt and black jeans. You're something else. You're a different body altogether. Well, heaven forbid sure. I wear black jeans. I want to well, clarify. They they're, are, just, black they're, pants. they're blue jeans. Well, they're very they're dark not, blue. They're dark blue jeans. That Feller. shirt? It's incredibly is, dark blue. Is that shirt supposed to be black? I don't know what is it that is. Navy? I think Rank. this is actually navy blue on navy blue. Everybody knows that Rank is, now, Rank is now the preeminent fashionista of the halls here at the NFL. <laughs> after he lost 103 pounds over five <laughs> remarkable months. He had the uh, he had the sur- in fact you know the thing with Ra- I was going to say he had the surgery but he didn't he's now putting some other people here at the NFL through what he calls uh, P ninety rank his workout program <laughs> it's a rigorous one but you can can't argue with the results talk about my results tucked in rank what about the ironing of the shirt is don't that ever worry gonna- about the <laughs> ironing that- of the shirt when I need my mother I'll call Pittsburgh in the meantime I'm asking you about the tucked in not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good look. And that feels hurtful to me because I don't. I, yes, do I have childbearing I hips that should properly be covered by the the tail of a, a button down? Probably, yeah. You realize if it's skinny jean, tucking in a shirt to skinny jeans. I, they're not skinny jeans. They're not supposed to You're be skinny jeans. skinny jeans. You're making them skinny jeans. This is not going to anticipated. I can tell you I, right. I can't. I can start. You can add, like, all those jokes I used to have about being fat. You can start I can take those? those? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's Thank all you. Yours. All right. I maybe will dip into some of those. All right. Now. <laughs> Well, we're I just realized. I realized that over the weekend, I was sitting there. I was doing a show on Friday night, and then I did a joke that referenced me being overweight. And then I'm like, and everybody's just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that doesn't work anymore. Well, that's why I ask you for the good of the podcast to please to go get it back. Yeah, that that's the first time that I actually <laughs> considered it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should hit Taco Bell on the way home. <laughs> All right, now back to the to the. Uh, I'm sorry, I almost said blacklist. The tie list. What's next there, tie tie? We have your article on NFL.com about playoff seedings for 2013. Boy, I love doing this because of the, re- the the response I knew it would get, which is there are 300 or so responses up there um, at NFL.com. I, I seeded 2013. I said five days is more than enough time since the season ended to now project who's going to be the seeds in, in next year's playoffs. And the response is gangbusters because it is essentially 300 or so remarks saying, 
How could you not put blank my team, essentially my team, yes. into the playoff mix? That's what it was. It was over and over again, which I delighted in. I said the Houston Texans finished the number one seed. You know, the teams in, in the AFC, the ones that really drew the attention were I had the Dolphins and the Chiefs making it into the playoffs, and people were outraged that I had them in, and the Baltimore Ravens out. Yes, I said the Cincinnati Bengals will win the North. Let's talk about that one real quick, and I start with you, Sessler. Uh, Texans have roughly 20 free agents. Mm-hmm. I, I have a real problem with you putting them number one. They mm-hmm. also have Matt Schaub. Uh, Bengals. I like the idea that all of a sudden Matt Schaub just can't win the big one now. We've, well, I don't we, think, we decided that? I, I think we have. I mean, he's got to go do what Flacco did. He's got to prove everyone wrong. We're not going to believe it till it happens. Bengals, I like. Yeah. I think I think you're ahead of the things there because I think that AFC North is due for some tumult. And they that team has more cap room than any other team. If they go and spend money, which the owner hates doing, but if they go out and get a couple extra tools, I don't love Dalton. Yeah, I love. But they can I, win I, the division. I, I agree, and I loved Rank's point uh, with um, last week in his uh, pick six about uh, t- six bold predictions for next year. If they, you know, that offense is already set to go, and people have questions about Andy Dalton. Is you know, is it, he's just finished his second year, and I don't think you confuse him with you know the the very best QBs in the game. But if it's been made clear, all the all the excitement over Joe Flacco, as we get away from that, are we a year, two, or three from now, is Joe Flacco going to be in the conversation of the best six or seven QBs? I don't think so. I think it's already pushing it a little bit to say he's in the top ten quarterbacks. Not to diminish him. I know Baltimore fans will get upset that I would say that about their Super Bowl QB. I like Joe Flacco, but I don't really think he's that much – uh, an upgrade from Andy Dalton. He has a much bigger arm, I understand. But at, with those weapons around, with A.J. Green and the other pieces that they have, if they add a guy like Reggie Bush, as Rank suggests, that offense will be downright scary. And the defense is terrific, especially if, I almost said especially, if uh, Drake or Patrick, who they burned a first-round pick on, gets up to speed in terms of understanding the game at the pro level, then that secondary will be a whole lot better. And uh, that team might be the class of the AFC next year handsome how say you Dave I like your list I'm I'm with Mark I'm not absolutely convinced by the Houston Texans I'll tell you who you didn't have um, in the playoffs who I think will make it is the Indianapolis Colts I knew you would say that uh, did you well, because I because that's an obvious one because you have the ascending QB. Well, I think there's more than that though. I was I was kind of impressed um, last year at small sample size, but Ryan Grigson's first draft as their general manager was pretty mm-hmm. good. He, he you know he pulled in a bunch of good players. I think you made a point um, in your piece that their defense is still not kind of up to playoff caliber, but I feel like that's a defense that you know if he drafts well and if he if they play the free agency game well they may be able to improve it in that area as well but Dwight Freeney I know he didn't have a great year but he had to be significant for the locker room and the transition as everybody else was getting out of there Dwight Freeney sticks around and Reggie Wayne they're both now older guys and this is even assumes Dwight Freeney comes back those will be significant losses or in Reggie Wayne's case at some point the slide's going to sure. start here I mean he had the big bounce back last year I don't know that that'll continue and uh in in a division with the Texans I think the Texans are still the class of that thing and, th- and like I say I know that this is ethereal but they're going to have a chip on their shoulder they they stunk it up for the last six weeks I think they're going to come out and and uh play well throughout the season but you don't think that the Colts will do enough to you know I'm not not necessarily saying they will win the division but you don't think they'll do enough to, their defense to grab is, a wild card no their again. defense is junk they you don't think it but it was junk I mean you're basing it on what it was in 2012 you don't think it'll improve at all in 2013 handsome these were tough cuts I had to make <laughs> I did you, I'm asking questions I put, the, I put the defending Super Bowl champs out of the playoffs I had these are only six spots to to be had hands Zeus how say you I can't believe I, – I do like your list on balance, but I'm a little surprised that you're getting sucked into the Kansas City Chiefs again. Yes. What? Well, they cha- well, they made a pretty significant change, didn't they? They put they, they kicked out Romeo Cornell, who was arguably the worst head coach of the la- – you know, listen, not last season. Romeo Cornell might be the worst guy to be put in a head coaching position in the last decade. Sure. I mean, he, really a bad, really out of his depth as a head but coach. But maybe a great interim head coach. That's his <laughs> Apparently, thing. Yeah, he I guess that should be He's a Mike job. Tomczak. He, what Mike Tomczak did when you threw him in there for one game, a game and a half, gangbusters. He should be the starting QB. Why isn't he in the Pro Bowl every year? Oh, yeah, <laughs> game four. Oh, that's why we don't uh, play him more regularly. 
I mean, you're, yeah, I agree that Cornell is not um, a good coach, great interim <laughs> coach. But, you know, it's not like Andy Reid's coming in. He's a 4-12 and coach last year. I know he's had a lot of success. But All right, but let's, let's not assume, Let's not act like Andy Reid is going to solve everything. They still have the quarterback problem. I think he is going to. I, did, I think he. I, that's exactly, exactly what I'm getting at. He is going to solve everything. I did talk to your boy, Daniel Jeremiah, yesterday for an ATL piece. Uh, <laughs> I just was with him. Uh, I bet, we just uh, were bet. shooting something. It was terrific. It was um, Wow. No, but he <laughs> he said that uh, Nick Foles is someone that he believes that both Andy Reid and Doug Peterson, their offensive coordinator, could target, and it hmm. makes sense. He he has a year in Reid's system last year. He's a West Coast type quarterback. Vic obviously has the leg up in Philly now. It could happen. It's interesting because it could be maybe they will try and go and get that guy. Maybe they'll try to get Alex Smith. I think, you know, Matt Castle, as atrocious as he was, keep in mind, he won the division two years ago with Todd Haley. If Todd Haley can figure that thing out, why can't Andy Reid go in there with the upgrade in in pieces that they've had? I know they might lose Dwayne Bowe, but I still like all those offensive weapons. They have dynamic defensive players. I think that, and and in that division, with question, not a question mark, the Raiders stink, period. You don't know what's going to be with the Chargers. Peyton Manning, I know that we diminished him before the season. Who knows if he'll be able to make it through a season. But he's a year older now. He's 37 now. I, I think the <laughs> Chiefs could get in there and do what Rank said they would do this year and win that division. Rank, how say you? Chiefs will make the playoffs, but the Broncos are still going to win the division. Because Peyton Manning does what he does. I, don't, I understand all those concerns we had last year. It just now shows me. Just don't doubt him in the regular season. He is, at this point of his career, he is what he's going to be. He's a great Regular season quarterback, like you said, the comparison to the Glavin and Schmoltz, but he's just not going to win a playoff game. He's not going to get your team to a Super Bowl. So the Broncos will be regular season champs once again. And, and by the way, Champ Bailey's old now. He's on the he's on the decline. Elvis Doomerville's a little bit older now. Von Miller is dynamite, no doubt. But the the assumption that defense will be as as good as it was this season is is assuming a quite a bit too. What are you shaking your head about, Sessler? I, just, I mean, this the way that Rank <laughs> says, you know, offhandedly, of course the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. They're one of the worst teams in the well, sport. Rank picked the Super Bowl. Hold on. Year. How many Pro Bowlers did they have? Six, right? Oh, that's how, how many wins Ludicrous. did those six Pro Bowlers get? Ludicrous. The, which is because of the coach. And right. now you bring exactly. in Andy Reid, one of the best what? coaches of the last decade. Yes, Andy Reid is a good coach. He's a great – you know what? He's a great coach. And I've made this analogy before, but I look at him at this this generation's version of Marty Schottenheimer as a guy who will come in and make the team good immediately. Mm-hmm. The one problem, the biggest problem the Chiefs <laughs> had was at quarterback – that's exactly what Andy Reid does, is he makes quarterbacks good. Look at what Michael Vick did with him. He made Kevin Cobb good. A.J. Feely. AJ that's the best. Feely. That's it. Three words. A.J. Feely. Why are we forgetting <laughs> the last two years of quarterback play in Philadelphia? You know, right. well, well, that, that didn't others. count. That yeah, didn't that count. didn't count, I guess. You want to the rank and You want to get rid of his entire resume because he had two bad years, which were no, hurt by it, injuries. No. Uh, guys not playing well. Michael Vick gets hurt. Deshaun Jackson. I mean, look at the... LaShawn McCoy got hurt last year too. Look at the guys on the Eagles uh, offensively. They're not, they're not really talented. You don't look yeah, at that LaShawn roster McCoy. and go, you know what? Yeah, it's not, he was hurt last year. Their one guy that they could count on was hurt last year. Reed is obviously and an their upgrade offensive here, line. But... Well, and the offensive line was decimated. Look at Andy Reed's body of work. Better than looking at just his body, I think, for all of us. But uh, that's unnecessary. No, that was unnecessary yeah. on my part. There's no reason for me to say that. But either way, yes, I'm with Rank. This The message burnt out. The time in Philly, it was time for him to move along. That doesn't mean that when he now arrives in KC that he's not. And I said that he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, Chip Kelly on his shoulder. I don't know what that means, you know, figurative inspiring him to uh, to move on. All right, so that, so that's it for the uh, Around the League boys, the the uh, the Flames. I'm sorry, we're going to lose your two favorites We here. have news to report. The, the whip uh, has been cracked. We've what's been the summoned news? back what's downstairs. What's the news? You want to share it with all of us before? The news never quits. I don't know what's going on down there, but something's up. All right, Around the League, you track them on NFL.com and on Twitter. They tell you all that's going down in pro football, and they do it with a bit of mirth. And you can look forward to them on our second podcast coming up later this week on the ATL Debate Club. For now, scram. Carry yourself. Yeah. Light a candle from the stink that your acrimony created in here. Flames. I don't like it. I don't mind telling you. I don't appreciate that here. This is a place of peace. 
you know? Glad to get those guys out of here. Yeah, now it's just That us. was tough. Can I, do, now that they're gone, do you, I don't mind telling you, I never liked either one of them. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? They just said that about you when they walked out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I like better, Sessler or Hanses? Yeah. Hmm. Let's take it off the air. Let's because this is really? this is real. I think we have to do a specific. You know, I think we have to devote a full podcast to it. Like could it was, be a poll question though. For interesting, that's yeah. a fun one. All right, as soon as we take care of whether or not uh, Dave should tuck himself in mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. then the next one, Hanzus. That's not been decided. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've made your opinions known and known quite strongly. Um, yes. What about the NFC rank? What oh, about good. my picks there? I put the Cowboys in. People think that's yep. crazy. I love how I'm lumped in, though. People, the, a lot of the a lot of the comments I've gotten from people, you media types, always put the Cowboys in. Don't don't put me in a group with anybody else who doesn't make fun and laugh about the Cowboys. I think that just like I know this is a story that doesn't have any merit in practical terms, but. We, all right, Eli Manning finally did it. Matt Ryan finally had a little bit of a playoff run, at least. And and Joe Flacco now, you know, he's over the hump. Now it feels like, all right, Tony Romo's going to do it. And by the way, more practically, Des Bryant is a, not just a dynamic target, but a consistent one in the second half of 2012. I think that they're, they're a couple of pieces on the offensive line away from being a legitimate team, a legitimate team in the NFC, certainly in the NFC East, which go through it. What, what, what's scary about that division to you? The Giants, the nine and seven, the, the perennial nine and seven Giants. Yeah, they had that run in for the Super Bowl, but they're nine and seven. The Eagles, it's going to take a little while there, and who knows what's going to be with RG three. Mm-hmm. Ergo, the Cowboys can win that division. The other surprises, I guess, you would throw out there. No, none really. I have the Saints coming back with a fire in their belly and winning the division, and. The upset pick is the St. Louis Rams, but I think uh, all uh, trends point to them being better, except that they happen to have to play the 49ers and Seahawks four times in total. That aside, I I like uh, where that team's headed. Rank, how say you? I'm in agreement with all of them, except for St. Louis. I just don't think they're going to make the jump. Who will take it? I would put Carolina. Carolina. Hmm, Interesting. Carolina's getting closer. I thought they were going to make the playoffs last season. Felt again like the Chiefs. I like them too. I think Carolina is on the way. They're going to have to dump maybe D'Angelo Williams. I think they're going to have to uh, get rid of one of those contracts, but they have some pieces now on defense. But Steve Smith, our old pal, is is another year older. Mm -hmm. As of now, there is no replacement for him. That's your one legit receiver on the roster right now. And like I say, he's getting a little bit old there. I like that team, and they have to play the Falcons. And the Saints and uh, and and the Buccaneers. That's that's arguably right now. That's arguably the toughest division there is. Yeah, and that's, and those we, teams could all be halfway decent. And how many divisions can claim that they have no weak sister in it? When we will when we see what happens with the Cardinals' offense, though, the NFC yeah. West might be able to make a claim for that too. Just because the two teams at the top are so good. Handsome, how say you? I am. If I was a team in the NFC, I'd be very worried. You you talked earlier about Andy Reid coaching with a chip on his shoulder. I feel like the Saints are going to be a team, you know, with the powerful offense they have. Hopefully, an improved defense with Rob Ryan there. Although, you know, that that doesn't necessarily go without saying. What is the thing with this? Everybody now is up to speed on Rob Ryan. You know, the the emperor has no clothes. Everybody has acknowledged this now. Look at his numbers. Look at statistically what his defenses have done over his uh, his career as a defensive coordinator. So then, what is the so so then what is it uh, to what is it owed that he keeps getting uh, D coordinator gigs? You're asking me. I, I I don't know. I don't necessarily know the answer. I'm just curious. I'm curious as well. I think. I think, I think probably the attraction is, and I guess in interviews, it's he that he brings an attack-minded defense. You know, and and that's I guess what a, a coach like Sean Payton would certainly want to hear because it meshes with what he does on what's what wants to do on offense at least. But um, I think the Saints will probably be a pretty good team this year. Certainly not the uh, the kind of terrible team that they were for most of last season. On the other hand, with the Rams, I'm just fascinated how one month after the season, there's, the Rams already seem to be some kind of trendy pick to make the playoffs. I don't like that. That makes and, me have a little uh, less I don't know faith how in it that everybody else is, or not, uh, that other people are getting right, on board but How does that. that happen? How, did, how within six weeks of them, you know, kind of ending their season, not terribly, but certainly not in, in, in 
great form. Like, how does it suddenly happen that they are? I'll tell you why. The answer. Team? I'll tell you the the actual reason for that is because people look at the NFC and say who were the two best teams sure. who should have played in the in the title game. It nearly was Seahawks at 49ers and those are the two teams that they went 2-1-1 one, one against. Right. I mean, nobody had the success against those two teams the way the Rams did. That's but, the reason. But I, I mean, I, I, my worry for them, and I, by the way, I do think that they'll be a, an improved team, but like you say, they've got to play the 49ers and Seahawks four times through the course yeah, of the season. Yeah, I mean, season. they got it. Gotta... That didn't work out terribly for them last year, but I can't believe that, you know, it's going to be... To get that third... So to get three teams come out of the NFC West, it's going to be tough. What's and funny also is, remember, too, is that the stadium issue is going to start hovering over them as well. Good. Listen, let, let, let's hope they peak for our sake here in Southern California. Let's uh, pe- hope they peak in 2014 when they debut oh, yeah. in uh, in Los Angeles. Rank, um, let's, just, let's just do it then. I know it's February. I'm going to allow you to change this if you really want to. Just tell me the Super Bowl. Who are we looking at? In the Meadowlands, when it's one degree outside in early February 2014. Patriots and Seahawks. Not the Patriots. I told you already. We're done with the Patriots. It's over already. Enough's enough. But all right. I like the Seahawks are the Seahawks are interesting. I don't know what to make of them. There's no reason to assume that they're going to fall back. But there's something going on there that I don't know that I can completely buy. I still like... First of all, I still like the 49ers better than I like them. That's the main reason. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. think the 49ers were better than Seattle last year. Well, I guess that's hard to argue with, come to think of it, in the second half of the season. Had it been Seattle at San Francisco, you think Seattle would have won that game? I do. For the title game. That's, that's a tough one to argue with, the way they smoked them um, a couple weeks before in Seattle. Handsome, your Super Bowl pick. And well, first of all, do you agree with that? Would Seattle have gone into San Francisco with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line? Uh, I think the 49ers would have won. In I think so, too. I think so, too, because of the previous year's experience. For what little that's worth, that would have been just enough for them to do it. They wouldn't have lost back-to-back games in the stick with the Super Bowl. I know, obviously, the Eagles, ironically, since we were just talking about Andy Reid, did do that on more uh, in uh, in three what was it, three straight years they did that? Did they do four? Four? I, that almost sounds impossible. I, I, how could you continue to go to games, be so sick in the belly after watching two of those, you know? Well, the Cowboys, like, didn't they do that in the 80s? What, four straight title games they, they lost? Three. They lost to the Eagles, the Redskins, and the 49ers. The Eagles? They lost to the Eagles, the 49ers, and then the Redskins. In 80, they lost. Yeah, there was a... Uh, Oh, that well, yeah, that was in the vet. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, but right. So that was on the road. But yeah, all those were on the road. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, so that's a little bit. Well, imagine going back to the stadium. Are we going to really go watch our our team lose at home again in the title game? Handsome, who's your Super Bowl pick? Well, I, mean, I think last week you asked me for a Super Bowl pick, and I told you it was going to be a rematch of Super Bowl 19, which would be ironic. Oh, uh, we snow. did do this. I'm a dummy. Um, but I don't think I don't necessarily know that you're buying that um, pick. I, I do no, like, I'm not. I do, as it turns out. I, it, Even though I, I have I think, them in the playoffs, I don't think the Dolphins right. are going to the Super Bowl. I do like. Um, I think that the Packers could be in a good spot to get the that, that crucial home field advantage. Given that I don't think that I think Mark Trestman may be a little overmatched um, when it mm-hmm. comes to the Bears. I think that the Lions are kind of. I, I don't. I don't buy that team for a full 16 game season. The Vikings are the Vikings. Adrian Peterson is is going to be good. Christian Ponder's not. <laughs> Um, so I think the Packers can probably get home field advantage, and that's exactly what they need to kind of tip them over the edge, I think. And, and you know, if they got home field advantage through the playoffs, maybe that's what they need to get to a Super Bowl. I to agree. Play the Dolphins. I think the Packers I, – I agree that the Packers will uh, are, are the best team. I know I say that, and, to, you know, it seems like I'm banging my head against the wall, but I really do think Charles Woodson is now an old man. Aside from that, though, the defense it seems like it's getting better, and now they, from the experience of getting looks at guys like Kaepernick and and Russell Wilson, now I think uh, they'll make the adjustments that they need to make to slow those guys down a little bit. It'll be, I mean, I guess it kind of comes down to if they can, if de- what teams that don't have those uh, those twenty first century running QBs, the the assumed thing from all the old curmudgeons is. Oh, this this pistol and spread for they'll figure it out in the summertime. Let's see. If they do, then the Packers are clearly the class of the NFC, right? I mean if 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 we assume that this that this thing well that there's always a, a back and forth with things, it's the chess match and so on, 
if you do somehow negate or at least slow down Colin Kaepernick, then who is the competition for the Packers? They're they're the best team, especially, like you say, in an NFC North that has the Lions, who I think will be the second best team in that division, but they'll still have troubles. And I, I, I'm not in love with Jim Schwartz. I, I still mm. think that he's maybe uh, – I'm on the fence on him right now. I think the Bears are old, and I think um, – uh, the Vikings are, you know, let's see, Christian Ponder in year three, no Percy Harvin. It would uh, it would appear Adrian Peterson's not going to rush for 2,000 yards again. That division is pretty soft, right. I would think. So the Packers, just like, and, and you can say, well, that's not a read. That doesn't make them the best. Well, the Patriots and Colts for the last 15 years have always benefited from playing in sorry divisions, and they always get uh, home field advantage as a result of that. So maybe the Packers will benefit from that, and that's a huge home field advantage if it is 10 degrees and you have dome teams like Atlanta going up to play them. A huge edge for uh, for the Packers. All right, tie tie. Is that the end of your uh, of the tie list there? No, we've got uh, another one. There is a rugby player Adam Rank informed me about. Wanted to, oh. wanted to bring it up. Carlin Isles, world's fastest rugby player, and if he should uh, go to the combine. Okay. Did you see this guy over the weekend? No, because it was uh, all over NBC. But this guy is amazing. Like our rugby, they play rugby sevens every February, usually in Las Vegas or here at the Home Depot Center. And I, I watched a little bit of it because I enjoy the rugby sevens. This guy is amazing, and you, and he, you can't help but watch him and be like, why isn't this guy playing football? All right, like listen, I'm all for that. I just The thing I just did with – I was just shooting a thing, you know, Frankenstein-style, building the ultimate quarterback, ultimate wide receiver and everything, and it led uh, Bucky Brooks and I to a discussion about that era in the 80s when people were just uh, th- throwing money at sprinter guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron Brown, I don't know if you can catch. So what? We'll figure it out. Get him coming out to the practice. Ronaldo Nehemiah with the Niners. Willie Galt panned out more or less. I mean, right. he had a nice career, but he did always uh, – his hands never were among the league's best. But anyway, it's interesting. Why don't we see more of that? Why aren't, why aren't NFL teams doing that? wonder what they, they figured out and decided that's hokey to do that. Usain Bolt, I'd throw all sorts of money at that guy. Yeah, if nothing else, as a kick returner or yeah. something. I mean, Bob Hayes is probably the most sure. famous guy who made it to the Hall of Fame from being a sprinter. And, yeah, I was watching this guy, and you're just like, nobody wants – He's so, sure. He's, he looks so good. And maybe what a story it would be. Yeah. Tim I Dwight. Wasn't he sort of that he kind, of, kind a of a sprinter? He was a good football player, though, at Iowa. He was, but he was primarily a, like a kick returner type of guy. Yes. I'd love to see that. I'd, uh, I'm down with that idea. All right, real quick before we wrap up, let's try to get back to it. We always talk about it, and I, uh, because I'm the one uh, doing the yap, and it's my fault that we haven't been doing it. But in honor of the Baltimore Ravens winning the Super Bowl, let's decide what is the best jersey a Baltimore Ravens fan can own. You can only have one, you understand. You can't, the Times are tough. You don't just go out and buy 17 jerseys to wear on different occasions. You can only afford one, all right? Not Rank, because Rank, you know, he's a star of television and the Internet and so on. But, I mean, for normal people. Like you and me, handsome. You can only buy one Ravens jersey. Tie, tie behind the glass. What do we do? What's the one? Th- I know what you're going to say, and I don't like your answer already, handsome, but lay it on me. Why do you, how do you know what I'm going to say? I know you're going to say Ray Lewis. It's I'm, o- I'm not going to say It's the Ray only Lewis. choice one can make. No. So you I, can't, I would no actually want to support. I, I think I would go with their Super Bowl winning quarterback, Trent Dilfer. That's exactly the or, right answer. Or That's a quarterback right that could have won a Super Bowl for them but never got the opportunity, Elvis Gerback. <laughs> well, he got the opportunity. What are you talking about? Well, they get the opportunity. Well, okay. I want to talk to Coach Billick at some point who walks through these halls. I would like to have that conversation with him. We tried to rank. Remember at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago? Oh, and yeah. he, he didn't dodge the issue. It is really fascinating. What is it, 12 years later now? That's a, you know, that's a pretty good NFL, a good butterfly thing. What if Brian Billick had decided to stick with Trent Dilfer? Would that team have gone on mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl? What did that team do the following year? Uh, the following year, they made it to the playoffs. They did make it to the – right? No. I don't think they did. I think after the Super Bowl, there was a lot of discussion about no, no, how no, last they, time around they – 2001, they made it to the playoffs, lost to the Steelers in the divisional round. They beat the Dolphins. 
Hmm. And then lost to the Steelers. Is that what the Steelers smoked them good? 33-14 or something like that? 27-10. Hmm. Um, all right. Ty Ty, you get to weigh in on this one. Ray Lewis, it's got to be, but the cooler. It doesn't got to be because it's so obvious. You want to be in there with 20,000 other people right. in the same jersey? That's not cool. Here's a, the cooler answers uh, Shannon Sharp. Okay. And uh, Sarah Goosa. That'd be a cool one. Yeah, Goose is all right, but that 92 on a normal sized person doesn't look right. And the problem with Shannon Sharp that isn't bad uh, is that, you know, he had some big years with mm. the Broncos, so you don't feel as though you're owning. He, he he doesn't say Baltimore Ravens to me. It's the same as almost getting a Rod Woodson or a Primetime or something. like. Not as bad, but Well, still. they wouldn't have gotten the there without time. him. What's that? They wouldn't have gotten there without him, right? To the Super Bowl that year? True. No, no, I mean, yeah, he, had, uh, he made the decisive play in Oakland that sent them to the Super Bowl. That, that touchdown early that Shannon Sharp scores in the title game in Oakland is once that defense got a lead, they weren't going to give it up against Gannon or anyone else. We did get an email who replaced Rich Gannon in that title game, and I can't think of who it is now. It's Bobby Hoying. Bobby Hoying, yes, that's correct. Rank, how say you? Best jersey. Gotta Baltimore go. Ravens. What about Ed Reed? Nice. I like that one, yes. No controversy around him. Right. Like uh, 52, and it's not as popular as 52. I like Dilfer. I might go old school, and Ed Reed's pretty old school, but I might go back to the first day or for the first season, and Peter Peter Boulware was on that team. I like that one. He's a forgotten name. How about Lewis, but Jamal Lewis? Ah. Or Jermaine Lewis. Jermaine Lewis? (laughs) The kick return. Didn't he he had a kick return in the Super Bowl? I believe he did. He had – I think there have been – off the top, I said that when we were watching the game when Jacoby Jones broke that one. Ooh, he'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Jones of recent vintage is pretty interesting since he was a decisive player for the playoff run. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think he had one. Jermaine uh, Lewis. Yep. Uh, Fulton Walker, Fulton number forty-one, Walker, had the had the Super Bowl's first ever kick return for a touchdown in Super Bowl seventeen against the Redskins in a losing effort, and. Um, who are the other? Oh, uh, the, the Devin Hester had one against the Colts. Mm-hmm. And then, the Giants had one in that game, too, in Super Bowl thirty. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there are five, so I'm already wrong. Yeah, so there, are, so there are at least five. So, all right, maybe we'll have to put that one to a poll, too. Right. But I really want to find out the results of this tucked-in business. Tucked in or Would you tuck in the jersey? Never. No, no, no. That's not something you do. That's no. something uh, you got to be fifty plus to do that move. I used to know a guy that would tuck in his baseball jersey into his into his jeans. Not cool. That's we, very we Billy Crystal in movies. Yeah. <laughs> tough but fair. That's a stance that you you did it for his own good there. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to get off your chest, handsome? Before we wrap uh, 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 episode oh, there number one thirty one. Funnily enough, um, Dave, we. Um, we want to we want to give away something. On this oh show, yes, don't we? I'm so glad you mentioned this. Um, yes. I'm glad you reminded me. Um, uh, so at Super Bowl, I was lucky enough to. Well, I don't know whether it was lucky enough. It was very cold where we were sitting at Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, uh, up high in the rafters at, at the Superdome, and I purchased a um, a Super Bowl hoodie. Um, not not the nicest item of clothing I own. But it was func- at the time incredibly functional. Mm-hmm. A hoodie that a said hoodie that said Super Bowl. It was in um, Nola colors: purple, black, mm-hmm. some gold in there. A little, I think there's a, a little green. I can't remember. Um, but uh, it says Super Bowl. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's official Super Bowl mm-hmm. wear. Not just that; it's actually game worn. Game I, worn I by Handsome Hank. I wore it at Super Bowl, and I have signed it. Is that right? Yes. Wow. So it's, a, it's basically it's essentially a signed jersey from Super Bowl. Well, how are we going to give it signed- away? Um, why don't we say the best, the person who, who tweets at Damashek with the best reason for why he should or shouldn't have his shirt tucked in, um, and, and you can be the judge of it, um, <laughs> will, will win a signed Super Bowl jersey. I, I like the idea of that, but let's hold, I like the or, idea okay. that we're giving this away, but let's come up with a better, a better way to give it away. A better way to give it away. This is a, this is a handsome prize indeed. Um, all right, yeah, that's true. I I was there. I saw him wearing it during the game. Yeah, it comes with a certificate of authenticity. If you would have, the only thing that would have made it better for me is if you would have said, all right, now I feel kind of warm, and then Daniel Jeremiah said, I'm getting a little bit of a chill, and he Well, Jeremiah wore it. actually got his own. Oh. He and I went to the store together oh, to, buy our, to buy our, it was, it, was, it was awesome. Rank, any closing thoughts? No. You're on well, the wait. sick bed? 
we haven't, but we, we shouldn't we now come up with a way to, to get rid of this? Sorry, we, not get rid of it. Give it away. Uh, <laughs> we'll come up with something. We'll figure okay. it out between yeah, now and the, and the next episode. Let's Don't do rush it. Into it. Yeah, let's do something. Maybe even we can take tweets on the next episode and our favorite question or something like that. Okay. Maybe we'll do it that way. Excellent. And you may have to fill in. You may have to be ready to, to sit in Rank's chair there. He's a, somebody he, like is Adrian going Peterson, to he's be, a quick healer. I believe Rank will be ready for the next show. Probably right. come up with a 2,000-yard performance. And drop us a line uh, at Adam Rank and at Damashek. Let us know. Do you like the efforts of Tie Tie behind the glass, or do we maybe have to take a look at uh, Blue Tie there? You know, let us know. There's there's no way to know. Sometimes teams, you know, you, you hear, like the Ravens, they turned the page. Now, in hindsight, it wasn't a great idea to go from Dilfer to Elvis Gerbach. And in hindsight, was it a great idea to go from Pat Hayden or Vince Ferragamo to Dieter Brock? Dieter Brock I don't even know if that was a, an That's accurate a, historical transition, not. but it still counts, yes. and I get the point on for the Dieter Brock too. drop. Oh, that's right. It's Dieter Brock's birthday. birthday. Him and RG3 on the same day. <laughs> Very similar quarterbacks. Yes, yeah. they are. They are. Exactly the same. Right. I wonder, though, if uh, Ty Ty is a little offended because, you know, if you're going to take some time off and you realize, you know what, I don't want somebody coming in and, and moving in on my territory, you know, I could mm-hmm. easily be replaced. That he's the guy that Black Tie was insistent had to go do it. He gotta, went, be tied to, well, gotta, gotta be tied. Well, gotta be tied. David Letterman does. David Letterman is known for he never put in. You know, he could have put John Stewart in right. the twelve thirty slot. I mean, that's alleged, whatever. But you know, he instead he went with Tom Schneider, right? To, and because it wasn't, a, it didn't pose a threat to him. Nobody mm. would be able to say the guy I, behind you is better than you are. Right. Wait a second, I think Blue Tie is incredibly overrated. She spends ninety five percent of the time behind the glass, while Tai Tai is coming up with with three great questions. Brought some great energy today. Hmm. She's she's looking at I, Facebook. I provided she's, one of those questions. There you go. Two, and then he two pulled back the questions. curtain. You could have you could have just he, taken the credit for it. Like I didn't. You didn't have to say I. Senate, like just and then another one, and then another one. He just spit back at me something that that uh, I wait put on a the second. Tie Tie so. has done a great job today. Blue Tie is I'm a lot of this low him. energy. It's like, hey guys, yeah, <laughs> I'm just you know, I'm I'm like back here and I'm looking at Facebook and oh, Blue Tie's uh, Claire. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, what? <laughs> that's her name. <laughs> we don't identify. Yeah, we don't anybody oh, by their name, but yeah, that's that is that what is... she's known as around the hallway. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know who the other ties were. I don't know. See, right? Maybe, maybe you just defeated my entire argument. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's really doing his homework. All right. Well, listen, Ty Ty, you did a, a job. job. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see if you're back behind the glass later this week. Rank, we hope uh, that you'll be sit- seated next to us. But if not, we know you're off celebrating Valentine's Day slash birthday of uh, of your lady. Yeah, thanks for the reminder there, guys. That was helpful. I now understand why my wife keeps asking me if we're going out for dinner on Thursday night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Say Don't the answer it. is no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say we're not a well, listen, we're not a family of suckers. We're not mm-hmm. going to do this. Give in to this Hallmark created holiday. Heaven forbid. That's not us. We express our love 365. That's what you say. Yep. We need Every day is Valentine's Day for me. That's what you say to her. That's right. And 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 she'll take that. She'll love that. Yeah. Um all right, make her a treacle tart and everything will be cool. All right, listen. So we'll be back later in the week. I believe we have Baltimore Ravens, Super Bowl champion, starting running back, Ray Rice lined up. So uh, so we'll yap yeah. with him, I believe, and uh, some more hooey and applesauce. Until then, though, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.